Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Hope Motivates Action podcast. I am your host, Lindsay Recknell, and I have a very cool guest to introduce you to today. Someone who is definitely giving me hope for the future, and I truly believe she'll inspire you too. Hadley Gray is a 12-year-old that plays soccer, loves to run and skateboard, enjoys watching anime and doing sketch art. Hadley is also driven to help out her community. She is the founder of Hadley's Hope, a soon-to-be nonprofit that will change the world one fundraiser at a time by bringing awareness to the people and nonprofits in need. She hopes to inspire others, no matter their age, and let them know that they can make a difference too. Hadley's efforts have already been recognized publicly. First, when she was recognized as Arizona's state middle level winner for Prudential's Spirit of a Community Award in 2001 for her commitment towards helping the community. And then again, when she was named Geneva Financial's first ever Be a Good Human Award. Hadley has an incredible story of service from birthday fundraisers when she was nine, when she supported pet shelters as well as homeless shelters, all the way up to the big event she's planning in 2022 in support of Soldier's Best Friend. Hadley is definitely someone you need to know. So without further ado, let's get going. Hello, Hadley and Angela. It is wonderful to have you both here. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. I am very, very excited to have you guys on the show. Hadley, you are doing incredible things. And I would love for you to share with the audience what it is that you're doing. How are you spreading hope into the world right now? Well, I am, well, in the past, I have done different fundraisers or donation drives to collect items for any different place that needs uh, items collected for them or any place that needs awareness brought to them. So for my ninth birthday, I did, instead of getting gifts, I got uh, donations for pet shelters and homeless shelters. And I even donated to a women's abuse shelter. On my 11th birthday, I collected items for a foster, for foster kids, because I didn't know this before, but foster kids have, a lot of them have to carry around their belongings in garbage bags instead of luggage or cases or any of that. So I collected luggage, any duffel bags, anything. And also I collected clothes or hygiene items. Um, Some of my recent projects are uh, doing a donation drive to collect items for the foster youths that are aging out of the system because they get money for like food and and staples and those sorts of things, but they don't really have the cleaning supplies or living necessities. So I'm currently collecting those. And in April of 2022, I am doing a for Soldier's Best Friend, which Soldier's Best Friend is a nonprofit that gets shelter dogs and trains them to help veterans with PTSD and TBI. Incredible. Incredible. You are a busy gal and you go to school also, I imagine. Yeah. How do you have the time to do all of these things? Uh, We just fit it in I get an idea and mainly my mom will do most of the calls and most of the emails but 
she will give the information to me and we'll find a way to fit it into my schedule. Amazing. That is wonderful. How did, how did you come to be this person with such a heart for service? Why is this something that you believe in so deeply? Well, when I was younger, my mom would help with raffles to raise money for different things. And she would also host 5k runs for kids with cancer or cancer patients. Mm -hmm. And as I got older, I would continuously help her with those. And I was raised in a house that gave back to charities and those sorts of things. So I realized how many people were actually in need and I decided I wanted to take action on my own. I love that. I love that. I, I don't know if you know, but my definition of hope is about creating a future better than today by taking action over the things we can control. You are the definition of hope, Hadley. You are making the future better for all of these organizations, for all of these pets, for all of these humans that you're supporting in the world by taking action over the stuff that you can do by fitting it into your schedule and giving back into the world. That's amazing. How do you choose the organizations that you are donating to that you're giving back to? I just, I find a organization or a cause that needs, needs awareness brought to it or needs something to happen towards that uh, cause or charity. And I will start collecting for that because not everything in this world is perfect. So some places and causes a lot do need the, that support or help. And I'm here to try to help them. Amazing. I really love what you said about um, not just organizations that need your help, but also organizations that need awareness. I think that's something that we that we miss sometimes in the, you know, in the conversation is there's so many organizations, there's so many that need help, but there's so many more that can benefit from not just a, a one-time kind of, you know, fundraiser, but actually getting people behind those um causes for the long term. I really love that approach. Um, Angela, did you have something to do with uh, Hadley's desire to do these things? It sounds like she's got a pretty <laughs> great foundation at home. Well, I just, I just think it's, you know, she saw what I was doing and she felt like she needed to do it too. Um, that's, I mean, it, it, when she came to us for her ninth birthday, it was a little surprising. We weren't um, aware that she was even thinking of asking for, uh, donations instead of birthday gifts. And it, she just, she came to us with a list of items, um, that she wanted people to donate. She's like, I want people to donate for pet shelters and homeless shelters. And the community just, and her friends came forward and, our whole front room was filled almost by floor to ceiling of donations. So yeah, she, she definitely, she, she took, she saw what I did, but she took it even further. Mm -hmm. Well, and it sounds like something that 
is, is not just a one-time effort. I mean, Hadley, you're 12 years old now, right? So you've been doing this for three or four years now. Um, do you see this nonprofit work as something you'd like to do in the future, continuing on? Uh, yeah, I would definitely like to continue this on. Yeah, make a career out of it, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, wonderful. How do you see this work, these activities, as bringing hope to others? Um... Well, it's bringing hope to others that not only that people are actually working to get um, awareness or items for nonprofits, but it's also bringing hope to people in the sense that it's showing that my generation isn't just all involved in ourselves. Uh, A lot of us, some of us, are actually thinking about the world and what we can change to in the world. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think you're right. That is a stereotype that happens with the younger generation using air quotes so nobody else can see. But, um, you know, and it's cool to see that you are modeling that behavior out loud. Do you have, like, are your friends on board with you? Do you have, do you have other support and help and people that are on your side doing this as well besides your, just your family? my friends and family friends uh, will say that some of my ideas are like really great ideas that they want to donate, that they want to be there during the fundraisers and even strangers as well. If we post it on the internet, there will be strangers that we haven't seen. We don't know. And they'll just be like, yeah, I'll be there. I will donate to this cause. Just you are able to rally, rally everyone to your cause. That's very, very cool. And I heard you were awarded some special uh, awards for your efforts as well. Can you tell us a little bit about those? I got a Prudential Award. It was a scholarship, but uh, I still got an award. I was still chosen. I was the middle school for Arizona, the middle level. Um, and that was just kids that have, uh, done any work to help the community or help anyone in need. Uh, yeah. Very (laughs) cool. Very, very cool. Well, and I imagine the competition would have been stiff for that. Right. You would have like it just goes to show what incredible work you're doing, even out of your peers. What sort of a difference do you believe you are making in the lives of the people you're helping? Do you have any um, you know, have you have you uh, seen the people that you're helping? You know, have you seen some some pets go to forever homes? Do you know what kind of impact you're having on on those people? Or do you know? Um, I have not seen a lot of the people that I have helped, and, but I imagine that I help them a lot, that I, the small percent of the people in, a small percentage of the people in need I am helping and that I can put a smile on their faces or with the animals, I can make them happy in a forever home and make the shelter happy because they can have more stuff to give to those pets that are still staying there. Yeah. 
Well, and, and you're right that even just that vision of what it must be like for the people that you're helping, that feels really hopeful to me also. Do you, what, when I ask you what your definition of hope is, do you have an answer for that? Hope has many definitions, but <laughs> um, one that I particularly, particularly like a feeling like trusting that something will happen trusting that the that people will take action that people um that the world will be better i love it you're you're right that it's that action piece again right that that's the word that keeps coming up a lot is that the trust that people will do the right thing that they will give back that they will help and it continues to be proven when you keep throwing these fundraisers and people keep showing up <laughs> right i mean yeah that's amazing that is you're absolutely right that is super hopeful do you recognize hope in other people i do especially when uh they're told that like something's going to happen towards something that they believe in or something that they know has been a problem for a while and it needs awareness brought to it. I see people go like, yes, finally, something's going to happen about this or have hope that something will happen about that, Mm -hmm. that thing that they have beliefs in. Yeah, you are, you are giving people hope. i absolutely believe that hope is contagious and that if we have extra, we can give it to those who don't have as much. And I really think that all of this work you're doing, all of these efforts you're doing, you are spreading that hope far and wide. You are giving all of those people a lot of hope. It's amazing, Hadley. I just I just think it's the greatest thing ever. Um, Angela, I'd love to know yes. from you, um, what's your definition of hope? If somebody asks you what hope means to you? Hope? For me, definitely means that things are going to get better. It's where we work together as a community to make sure things get better, that, that this isn't the end. This isn't where things stop, that it, no matter how hard something feels right now, there's always something better tomorrow or the next day. There's always hope there that friends, people will always be there. So you, I don't know. I just, I feel like hope it, that's what hope it means mm-hmm. to me. It's just like it, this, it's a, it's a better tomorrow in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm a hundred percent with you and, and Hadley's right. I mean, the definition of hope is very, very different for all of us, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, but the common the common theme I hear a lot is that that future is going to be better than today by mm-hmm. taking action over the things we can control and, and the work that you guys, that you're both doing, that your families and friends are doing is what's creating that hopeful future. Yes. Hadley, if I was to ask you what you think that hopeful future looks like, if you had your crystal ball and could look into the future, what would you like that future to look like? Well, my dream future would be that everything has enough resources or enough awareness that they can thrive that and that everybody is going to help 
have a better future. But what I think the future is going to look like is more and more people will start to realize how many, what needs to be done and more people will start taking action instead of just reading about it on the internet and being like, oh, that's cool. Or listening to it on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right? Oh, that's amazing. I love it. Well, that does sound like a very hopeful future, a dream future for sure. And I think it could be a reality future as well. I mean, you are you are leading the way through your behavior by taking action. And I really think that other people will come up behind you and, and walk beside you and, and, and do some of these things, help you to do some of these things and, and hopefully do some of these things on their own as well in their own communities. Yeah. I feel like um, you've pretty much answered this already, but as we roll sort of closer to the end of our time together, I ask the same question of every guest. And that is, Hadley, what gives you hope? What gives me hope is that people are actually starting to take action, that people are donating to what's already being done and thinking about how they could do something as well. Or they're starting a nonprofit and they're like, let's just collect for this certain place. And if multiple people do that for different places or different causes, or they just do it for whatever cause pops up, then I'm hopeful that a lot of problems will be solved or a lot of causes will have more resources, more ability to do what they need to do. I'm hopeful for that too. Can I answer it? Yes, please do. Yes, please do. So because uh, I'm there watching all of what she does. um, So when she was involved in the Prudential Awards, there were so many kids. They had... um, one high school student and one uh, middle school student from each state at the awards. And they had, they broke them up into middle school. So we only got to see the younger kids. And I'm telling you the, what brings me hope or gives me hope is these kids, the things they are doing now, it blows my mind how aware they are there's uh, mental health ones that, and ones that are working on buddy benches and one that's getting books for all the kids that don't have access to books. I mean, it's amazing. So that's what gives me hope is that no matter how we're afraid of our future, like we think about it, these kids, they're going to they're gonna make sure it's a good future. So that's what gives me hope as a parent. Oh, well, and hearing the two of you, hearing the passion, Hadley, that you have for this work, the heart for service, obviously the place that it came from, from your mom, from your the rest of your family, you guys give me hope. It has been such an amazing conversation. I have loved getting to know you both much, much better. And I want to be able to contribute and support. And I know that the listeners would as well. Hadley, is there a way that that we can help? How can we get in touch? Well, currently I have a Instagram account, Hadley's Hope Foundation. And 
that's where we'll be posting information and updates about anything that we're doing, any projects that we're doing, any causes that need awareness. Amazing. We will absolutely link to that in the show notes so that everybody can uh, contact you there and start following along. I know we have lots of Arizona listeners and also North American listeners who will um, definitely be inspired by you. So thank you for joining me today. Thank you for spending your time with us and for spreading your hope into the world. It's just been awesome. Thank you for having us. Mm -hmm. Take care. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of the Hope Motivates Action podcast. These episodes are a labor of love. Inspiring conversations with hopeful people make my heart happy. If you also love this episode, it would be amazing if you could go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Five stars if you're into it. It's these reviews that encourage Apple to promote this podcast to their network. And the more people that listen, the more hope we can spread into the world. Don't forget to check out the show notes of this episode to find all the links to my guests, books, and other resources referenced in this episode. You'll also find the link back to my website where you will find additional support and resources for you, your team, and your community. I truly believe that the future will be better than today by taking action over the things we can control. And hearing from these guests on these episodes, I know that even more hopeful future is totally possible. I'm always looking for inspirational guests, so if you or anyone you know would like to be a guest on the show, please reach out. You can find me on the contact form of my website at expertinhope.com or by email at lindsay at expertinhope.com. When I was a teenager and my sisters were leaving the house to go out for the night, I always made it a point to remind them to call me if they need me. It was my way to tell them that I cared and would always be there for them. I'd love you to know the same, so all of you listening out there, call me if you need me. Again, thank you for your love and support of this podcast, my work in hope, and your intentional focus on making your future better than today. After all, hope without action is just a wish.